We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the LakersNation.com podcast. I am Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane over on Instagram at Trevor Lane NBA. Today on the show, we've got a special guest. It's Colin Castleton, Los Angeles Lakers Center. Colin, welcome in. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. How's, uh, how's the summer treating you? Been a, a, this is a big summer for you. Yeah, uh, definitely busy, I would say. That's the biggest thing, just going from um, like the whole pre-draft process, uh, getting ready for the combine, all my individual workouts with teams, uh, doing that, and then going straight from there to L.A., doing a little bit of practice, getting ready. And then, you know, we had summer league. So it was just it was a good grind. Um, now I'm able to get a little bit of a break, um, just rewind a little bit, and then get right back to it. What did you do to prepare for, for the draft? Your agency, AMR, I know they do a lot of stuff to get guys ready for, for draft day and everything. What did you do to prepare for that big night? Yeah, uh, it was a lot of work, a lot of hard work. Um, you know, we did, you know, basically three workouts a day. Um, that's what we averaged about three workouts a day, um, six days a week. Uh, you just do different things. You know, our trainer in uh, New Jersey, Al Watson, he's great. He does everything, you know, top of the line. And we just we just focus on getting better. That's the biggest thing, getting away from things, um, kind of just distancing yourself and then just just working hard. So um, it was a, definitely a good schedule, um, but it got me, you know, to, to where I'm at now and just continue to prepare and work as hard as I can. Uh, on draft night, did you have certain teams you were targeting, certain teams that you wanted to to wind up with? And, and where did the Lakers fall kind of in that that pecking order? Yeah, 100%. You know, I knew if, um, you know, it was going to pick the route of going drafted or, you know, going and drafted like I did. Uh, we had teams that we, you know, categorized as like my top level teams that uh, I would fit best on as well as, um, you know, an opportunity that I could play at some point. So just being able to have opportunity and then a great organization on um, the Lakers were up there with, you know, at top. So you end up with the Lakers, you go to summer league, obviously you're getting thrown straight from it, you know, a college season now into summer league. What was that experience like stepping onto that floor in summer league? It's a, it's a kind of a unique environment there. Yeah, definitely unique. Um, I'll say, uh, it's just different because it's in Vegas. Never really played basketball out there, like games or anything. But it's cool because everybody comes together to one city um, and just watches all the NBA teams and all the, the new rookie guys that everybody's looking forward to watching. Um, and it's cool just being able to mesh with my teammates after not being able to, you know, have a lot of time with them together. But, you know, having just adjust, adjust quickly is definitely a good process and it helps you get ready for the next level. So um, I enjoyed that part of it. But as far as like the atmosphere and environment goes, like 
uh, in the SEC, there are a lot of college games that like were super, super packed, um, just mm-hmm. crazy crowds. So like that part doesn't really make a difference, but it's just cool coming all to one city and then having to be able to watch all the NBA teams. Was there anything that surprised you in terms of the the style of play or, or anything like that from from participating in summer league in Las Vegas? Um, I wouldn't say too many surprises. Uh, I feel like obviously I'm ready for it and built for it, so nothing really surprised me too too much. But I feel like the biggest, I guess, adjustment compared to college would be just the pace of play. Um, guys are getting shots up a lot quicker. Um, you know, one or two passes, shots going up, or um, just quickly because you know it's 24 second shot clock compared to college, which is more so. Um, not as many sets, more guys are just, you know, ball screen heavy um, and getting into shots quicker. So that was probably the biggest adjustment, but I already knew that from watching a lot of basketball. You were you were heavily involved in just about every offensive action that we saw the team running, especially from early on in the California Classic. It felt like it took one, maybe two games before suddenly you are setting screens up top constantly. They're using you out of the high post. They're asking you to to lead the fast break. That transition towards a very Colin Castleton-centric offense felt like it happened quickly. Was that something that just happened organically? Was that something the coaching staff uh, talked about? How did it? How did that all kind of come about? Uh, I would just say a little bit of both. Um, I knew um, once I got the ball in my hands, I was able to operate with space. After like the first game, just getting more and more comfortable, um, I knew it could just, like you said, organically happen. And you know, things can be played through me because I'm used to that. Uh, my last year at Florida, I was able to play make a lot more. So that wasn't too much of an adjustment for me. Um, it just helps when there's more spacing. You know, things are five out. Uh, there's no defense in three seconds. So I can set teammates up way easier than in college. Um, and I feel like it showed in summer league. But as well as the coaching staff just telling us um, they like playing through their fives, they like playing through the big men. So just being able for this summer league to, you know, play through me as a hub and just, you know, a lot of short roll stuff, a lot of screening, uh, which I feel like I do really well at. Um, they talked to me about that and just worked on areas that I can improve on as well. There's a lot of stuff in summer league where, you know, fans will will say, oh, this player takes too many pull up jumpers, say, for example. And my, my front office show co-host Keith Smith told a story about this recently that, you know, people were getting upset that a guy was taking too many mid-range jumpers and then come to find out the coaching staff specifically asked them to shoot mid-range jumpers yeah. and practice that. Um, sometimes we're not privy to that kind of stuff. What coaches are specifically asking of players? What were your coaches asking you to focus on when you were out there at summer league? Um, just, you know, continue to do, you know, the things I'm good at, obviously, like setting screens, you know, rolling hard to the basket, using my touch around the rim really well. Like, I feel like I do a good job at, but as well as just um, working on timing on defense, being able to adjust, like in college, like I said, there's three seconds. Um, there's no three second call. So you could just sit in the paint, camp out all you want, but at the next level, you got to be able to time things a little bit quicker, uh, have a quicker first step on defense. People, you know, always talk about a first step on offense, but, you know, trying to protect the rim and being a shot blocker or just being a good defense player, you got to have a quick first step as well. So um, being able to adjust to that is something they were talking to me about and just showing me a lot of film, um, like just watching a lot of film with different clips, uh, things I did well on, obviously, but then continue to just, you know, hone in and focus on like the little things to get better at. Was it a difficult transition in terms of reading things on the defensive end of the floor? Oftentimes as the, the back line of defense, you're kind of, you're expected to call things out for your teammates and all that. Was that a, a tough transition? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say a tough transition. Obviously, you know, being a guy who's known as somebody who can protect the rim and help out with teammates, guys are going to look to go at you every time. And I'm used to that. That's not something that surprises me. So I know every time a guy tries to go to the rim, every time a a guy is going to attack the rim, he's going to do it with force and as hard as he can because he knows there's somebody there that can help out or protect the rim. So uh, I wouldn't say it's an adjustment. But like I said, the biggest thing that is an adjustment is, you know, being able to work on timing and just quickness, uh, knowing once a guy 
gets by the first line defense, I got to be there right away instead of a half a second late because in college, it's, you know, no three seconds, but at this level, you they're going to call it. So um, that was probably the biggest thing, just getting there a little bit quicker. But uh, over time, I feel like I did good throughout summer league and then going into training camp, I'm going to continue to just, you know, continue to get better at that. What about the, the some of the other guys on the team? You've got Max Christie, who participated in Summer League last year, Cole Swider, a number of other guys were involved last season. Were those guys helpful to, to you in terms of, of just their experience from having gone through a Summer League before? Oh, 100%. Um, you know, they were telling me things, uh, telling all the guys on the team doing well, uh, you know, things to work on on the court, just giving us good dialogue and communication throughout the games. Um, even though I'm 23, I still haven't played in the summer league yet. So being able to yeah. learn from, you know, Max, even though he's a younger guy, he still went through a whole summer league Cole as well. Uh, they've been through it. So, you know, being able to just take notes from them and listen to what they're saying, um, you know, from past situations in summer league. And they've been able to, they're kind of like, you know, veterans. It's your second year. So uh, they knew things where they were going to be on the court. They knew certain plays that we were running um, from the Lakers. So uh, definitely helped. And Jalen Hutchcafino, who's one of your your fellow draft class from your draft class here this year, you were combining a lot with him in pick and roll situations. What what adjustments did you see from him? Did you feel like his game progressed as well as as summer league went on? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, he's a great playmaking guard who can also you know score as well. So I, I saw throughout the games, me and him were talking like just good dialogue. And you know, where am I going to be on a roll? Where am I going to be? near the rim, where should he throw it up or low at certain times. So being able just to talk and have communication with my point guard is always something that's big for me, being able to just connect with them so they understand, like, I'm always going to be an outlet for you. So if you get into trouble or something, no, you can rely on me, and I'll give it right back to you to get in a good spot. So uh, just having that good dialogue and connection, I feel like ours grew throughout summer league. And like I said, going into the season, it's going to continue to get better. So you're in Vegas. And look, I always tell people, if you haven't been to summer league, go it's a ton of fun it's a blast there's all kinds of stuff going on it's like it's like comic-con for the nba uh, the games themselves are amazing but there's always tons of other things going on as well what was your favorite off-court moment from this year's summer league um i would just say not like one specific you know key moment but just being able to just talk to the guys get to know everybody on the team that's probably the biggest thing for me you don't really have too too much free time it's obviously yeah. basketball is your main focus and you're you know focusing on that not too much extracurricular activity. So really just locking in on basketball, um, just getting to know your teammates. But also uh, we had like a dinner as a team. That was pretty cool just to get everybody together and have a team dinner. So uh, just stuff like that, being able to mesh with the guys. And then um, obviously my family was able to go out to Vegas. So that was pretty cool off the court as well, just being able to spend time with my family and my loved ones. Um, you know, when we were talking about your, your family, are you planning on them coming out to L.A. quite a bit? Is that something that, that you're looking for? Or is that going to be kind of an adjustment for you being far away from them? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be too much of an adjustment for me because straight out of high school, I went to Michigan for two years. So mm -hmm. um, that was my biggest thing was knowing that, like, I can get out of my comfort zone, get out of Florida. So I'm already prepared for it. Um, you know, going to Michigan helped me get out of that comfort zone for Florida. But uh, they'll definitely visit and stuff. They'll come out to games, um, you know, so they'll definitely be around. But uh, it's not too much of an adjustment for me being able to, you know, play for the Lakers is a blessing. So just just taking the opportunity. So what's what's next for you? Summer League is now in the in the past. It's now behind us. Where do you go from from here for the next couple of months? Yeah, so just um, take a little bit of, of a break here at home. I uh, just came back to Florida. Uh, it's not too far from Orlando. I live in Deland, Florida. So just spend time with my family, uh, moving some stuff out from school that I had uh, that I didn't have time while I was you know busy during summer getting ready for the draft. So doing that, taking care of that business, and then uh, go back to L.A. for a little bit, work out for a couple weeks, 
um, get back in the lab, do what I need to do, and then also have a little bit of a break after that before training camp. So, you know, not too much laying low, just taking some some needed time off um, and then getting right back into the swing of things. Is there anything in particular that you're looking to add to your game or anything that you're working on um, as we get ready for the season to get started here? Yeah, 100%. Um, always room, you know, for improvement. Things are growing. I think, like, the biggest thing for me is, you know, throughout this long pre-drive process, you can definitely lose strength and lose a little bit of weight. So being able to get into the to weight room is going to be my biggest, um, you know, focus right now is just being able to put more muscle on, getting back stronger, uh, which is something that I'm going to just – you know, do every day, focus on my eating habits and things like that, just to continue to gain weight. Um, and then on the court, just little things, continue to do what I'm good at. I'm just focusing on those things every single day as vitamins, but then also working on my shot, continue to extend my range because in summer league, you know, continue to feel comfortable in the mid range. That's something that uh, is second to none for me. You know, I don't think about it, but then stepping out to the three-point line and, you know, spacing the floor is something that I'm going to continue to work on. Is that ultimately where you want to see your game going? Is is and it may not happen this next year, but ultimately stretching all the way out to the three point line. Hundred percent. I feel like um, you know being a versatile big man and somebody who can pass the ball very well from the high key, high post, um, you know, middle of the floor three point area in a five out offense. I feel like if I can just add that to my game, then you know I think it'll definitely be something that'll be harder for other teams to guard. Nobody can sag off. So just continue to be confident in that with my passing ability and being able to handle the ball. Uh, like I do and just focusing on those three things for real. So you mentioned that you actually have to get back into a weight room. You have to put on weight that you lost. You feel like you lost some strength over the pre-draft process. That's not something most people would, would think about. Do you think you're working out constantly? You're getting ready for the draft. What, what is it that happens there? Why, why does that occur that you actually feel like you lose strength during this whole process? And now you have to rebuild strength before the season starts. Oh, I mean, I would just say because your main focus, your main goal is just basketball. I mean, obviously, during the season, you can evil it, even it out and focus on, you know, the weight room just as much, but burning the calories uh, and you got to be able to catch up quicker. So uh, now when you're in the off season, you can do maybe two weight workouts a day or focus on stretching and then get a good weight session in and then, you know, back basketball towards the end of the night, like a shooting workout or something like that. But you're not burning as many calories. So being able to put that on um, and get what you lost is good. But no, definitely. I don't think I lost strength, definitely lost weight, though. So just being able gotcha. to get the weight back and, and focusing on that. See, most of us are trying to lose weight and you've got to try to put put weight back on. But I guess that that goes when you're burning the amount yeah. of calories that you do out For there sure. on the floor. Uh, Colin, look at this Lakers team. They've got obviously a lot of veterans on this team. You've got LeBron, you've got Anthony Davis. I know you haven't even gotten out there to practice with these guys or anything yet. But where do you see yourself fitting into the mix? Um, just learning every day. That's the biggest thing for me. That's my mindset. I uh, haven't really thought too, too much about it into the future. Just taking a day at a time. Uh, like I said, you know, focused on killing summer league. feel like I did a good job there. Now I'm going to focus on getting ready for training camp, put myself in the right mindset so I can, you know, have opportunity later in the year. And that's my mindset. So, uh, just going in the air with the right approach. Um, just wanting to learn from them, best players in the world. So I'm just going to soak up all the information they give me. Um, but I feel like I'm definitely ready. I feel like I'm you know ready to play at this level. So, We'll just see how everything falls out, but I'm I'm definitely excited for training camp. The Lakers right now, late the Lakers fan base, we're all kind of on pins and needles, waiting to see what happens with their two open roster spots. They have the 14th and 15th roster spot available. There've been a lot of fans suggesting that maybe you could get one of those spots. Is that in your thought process at all, or in your mind, or something that you're you're targeting? Um, I mean, I my competitive spirit, obviously, I feel like. Uh, it's something that drives that. So obviously I feel like I could see myself in that role at some point, but it's not something I worry about or think about. You know, I let the process happen. 
you know, I'm just working as hard as I can every day and letting the dominoes fall as the way they fall. So just being able to focus on, like I said, taking it one step at a time, you know, doing what I need to do in summer league, now getting prepared for training camp, you know, doing what I need to do in training camp and then going from there. So not too much of it is a thought. Uh, I don't worry about that right now. I'm just worrying about, you know, working hard and getting better. You spent time with with Austin Reeves, Reeves as well, who was in a similar situation, who winds up going to the Lakers undrafted, and now he's built his way up to this big contract that he just got this summer. Has has that helped you at all in the in this process, having that that connection with with Austin? Hundred um, percent. You know, he laid the foundation, um, and somebody who you know has a hell of a story, somebody who you know was doubted, uh, had chip on chips on his shoulder, and I feel like I relate to him a lot. So like, you know, going undrafted, you definitely have a chip on your shoulder. You have a little bit more of a of a reason to continue to, to play well and do what you're supposed to do. Um, and you can't have any slip ups. So watching his path and what he did, um, just, you know, all the stories that I hear about him working hard and just the mindset he has is something that I definitely am trying to model and just continue to follow his footsteps because um, he's already done it. And I'm taking like that same route in a way. So um, being able just to learn from him and continue to watch him, you know, he's got paid really well. So he's doing everything he needs to do. Yeah, yeah, he certainly has had this meteoric rise. And, of course, you're going to have a big opportunity here with the Lakers. They're, they definitely need another center. So maybe there's potential there for you to win that spot. And uh, and we'll see out there with them next season. Uh, have you thought at all about the – you're on a two-way contract. You could be spending some time with the South Bay Lakers as well, maybe going going back and forth and kind of learning there. What's your thoughts on that whole process of the G League and jumping back and forth to the NBA? Is that is that something that you've given any thought to? Um, yeah, I feel like it's just a good opportunity for guys to showcase, you know, more ability, being able to get more minutes, um, continue just to feel more comfortable. Uh, so when you are up on the you know regular roster, you're ready to go if they throw you in, if you need an opportunity, if they need you here for swap minutes, need you there. Uh, whatever the case may be, I feel like it helps guys continue to stay confident um, and just focus on their craft, you know, being able to work out every day, you know, play different games and just getting that, you know, real run and getting the, getting the games and playing. So then when you get called up to the next level, obviously you're ready. So I feel like it's a good opportunity. Um, but yeah, any opportunity I have, you know, I'm going to go in with the same mindset. Uh, I don't change my approach for anything. So I'm going to keep, you know, a positive mindset and just fully believe in myself. Hey, Colin, last thing I've got for you, you know, you, you've talked a lot about kind of your short-term goals. Uh, you're working to get ready for the season and, and focusing on just improving on your skills and, and all of that. And of course, goal setting is, is incredibly important. What are your long-term goals? Five years. What, what are your goals for five years from now? Uh, definitely my biggest goal is just playing in the NBA as long as possible. Uh, just having a lengthy career, somebody who can be a great teammate, a great locker room guy down the line. Obviously, I'm already older, you know, played in college for five years. So I feel like um, all that stuff's aligned up and I'm ready just to contribute to a team in any 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 facet. Anything they need from me, I can definitely help. So just have a long NBA career. Um, after that, I don't really know. We'll just continue to figure it out. But um, definitely want to play in the NBA for a long time. And right now, that's just my biggest goal is getting there, sticking and making sure I have a good long career you know, to whatever franchise. All right. Well, certainly you, you showcased yourself well at summer league fans are very excited about what you can bring to the floor. And we do appreciate you coming on here and joining the show and I uh, hope to have you on here again real soon. Thank you. I appreciate it for sure. Everybody make sure you do subscribe to the Lakers nation YouTube channel. And of course, follow us over on Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to podcasts. We will Keep following along with Colin and see how he progresses here, getting closer and closer to the NBA season and then into training camp. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.